Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe. I'm a sales and marketing coach and strategist for health coaches, life coaches, and wellness professionals who want to become a leader in their field by building their online community, rocking their sales process, and finally feeling confident about how they promote themselves and their marketing. On this show, we talk about tips to grow your business, save yourself time, and finally be able to create a sustainable, profitable business. Let's get into it. All right. Today I'm here with John, and I'm going to let you say your last name for everybody today. We're talking about Google SEO, which stands for search optimization, and what it can do for your business. If you guys are online coaches, if you guys are online service providers, if you have courses, something that can really benefit your business is SEO. And if I had to share my top three ways of getting clients, uh, SEO is in there because a lot of people find me through searching health coach, uh, business coach for health coaches. And that's been a great thing for my business. So John, welcome to the show. And why don't you give everybody your background and your first and last name? Definitely. So my name is John Vong. Um, I own an agency um, called Local SEO Search, and it started seven years ago. Um, I'm located here in Toronto, Canada, but we service clients all across North America. Um, and really, we focus and specialize on search engine optimization. And what that really means is optimizing your website so that Google recognizes you as a thought leader, expert, or authoritative um, you know, very niche specific person or business owner um, so that you can dominate, dominate your local niche and industry. Yeah, love it. So let's say somebody has an online audience. They can actually work with somebody from anywhere in the world, but they have a niche that is, for example, busy moms who really want to lose the last 10 pounds or something like that. What would be some tips um, is that, is that something that SEO could, could help with? Yeah, I, I believe SEO can help any business owner, consultant, coach, or anyone that's actually looking to generate leads that are qualified or uh, within their target market. Because as you know, more and more people are spending more time on search engines. People are home-based, they're uh, isolated, or they're doing information gathering. So they're doing their own research. And usually it starts with a search engine, right? Um, although YouTube is very powerful. So people search via videos. They also search via podcasts. Um, and then they also search with images as well. So there's different forms of content that people can absorb, but primarily people just use the Google search bar. And when someone's looking, they're going to refine the search query. And what you want to do is try to optimize your website for as many relevant queries related to your expertise as possible um, so that you become that expert um, in Google's eyes, but most importantly, your users, right? Your ideal customers. Yeah. And one of the things I would say about what you just said and that I want to highlight is when you have good Google SEO, your leads coming in from that will be automatically more qualified and interested 
then the people who come in from, you know, maybe you connected with them on Facebook, or maybe they just happen to see, um, you know, a post you did on Instagram, because here's the thing, every time I have somebody who comes to my website and fills out my strategy call application for my coaching programs from Google specifically, because I always, always, always ask, where did you find me? And when they say Google search, those people are convert, I get less of them from compared to my other lead sources like LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, etc. Like I get less of them, but they convert more because they're high quality leads. And they're they were searching for what I have to offer versus them just happen, you know, pondering and happening to ponder on my what's the word I'm looking for happen to uh, see my little post or whatever, right? So that is what I like about SEO. And it's what I call a long term strategy, meaning it does take a little time to set up and establish. Because I believe like, and actually, I'll ask you, what does somebody need to have in place and be consistently doing to have good SEO? Yeah, so it all first starts off with um, understanding your business, right? And solid foundation is at the core. So who do you want to be known as? What is your specialty? And who do you want to target? Right? So do you have a profile of an ideal avatar or, or a customer that you want to go after? Once you determine who that is, and that may take you some time to actually figure that out. Because as a business owner, um, as you know, you don't know who your real customers and ideal customer is until you have dozens or you know 50 or 100 new customers before you realize who you really want to work for right and want to be known as so once you determine who that is then you have a better understanding as to the strategy that you want to um, put out there for your website as well as a long-term strategy. So I, I know you mentioned like paid ads, social media ads and different platforms, right? And yes, I totally agree. People who find you on search engines um, have a higher conversion rate because they feel and trust Google more when you appear naturally right and you've earned your way so google vetted you and they deem you to be the most awesome or authoritative site um, for that given search query and what you want to do is position yourself as a as a thought leader so that becomes possible right um so yes you mentioned long-tailed keywords which are ones that are multiple words the longer it is in sequence the easier it is for you to rank and target um, because Google, everyone's going after like coaches, right? Or business coach. But if you go after longer tailed, which is refining that even further, it's much easier for you to rank and compete, but also it's targeting a very refined audience. What I mean by that is people who actually type in four words or five words, they're looking for a very specific thing. And when they do find you, the highly, you know, the the convertible rate, conversion rate is a lot higher. Yes. So you want to have long tail keywords potentially because you have a better chance of, of showing up on one of the first couple of pages on Google or some of the search engines. Why is it that 
for example, when I go to Yahoo and I search myself versus when I go to Google and I search myself, the results are so different and not as good on certain things on Yahoo, for example, meaning like things I, but not bad, but like, you know, I'd rather have my website come up first, but it's like some weird person I don't know, or like, you know, whatever, like, tell me why is it different? Yeah. Different search engines have their own algorithm, right? Um, so Google is different. Like their AI is different, right? Rank brain versus Google, uh, the versus Yahoo or Bing, uh, or DuckDuckGo, right? The way they rank websites, there's different criterias. And what you want to focus on is where are your customers searching for you? What medium and channel are they ingesting content from? before they make a decision and before you venture onto either paid ads or search engine optimization or producing good content, you need to figure out where and how they are looking for your, you as a coach. And so that takes some time to understand what kind of ideal persona or customer that you want to go after. Right. Um, so positioning yourself so that you are the expert means, not just producing good content, um, but go after long, well-researched, insightful information that will bring value for your audience members or your ideal customers, as opposed to just putting it out for the sakes of putting it out with very thin, doesn't really make an impact or uh, an impression to position you as anyone, right? I would say spend more time putting out quality, well-researched information that may take you months as opposed to putting out weekly things like blog posts, but doesn't really have substance. Okay. So you're saying when it comes to SEO and when you want to rank well in all the different search engines, longer, high quality content is a good idea. And you're also saying that when it comes to SEO, you got to decide on who you want to be known as, who is your niche, and what are some phrases that you might want to come up for. So how does somebody like, let's say somebody watching this is a uh, coach and they help people. Um, I don't know. Let's see. They, they help people with their nutrition, their gut health and uh, their mindset. And that's what they come to you saying. And they know that their niche is usually busy moms who uh, or no, maybe not busy moms. Let's say, people who have, are prone to IBS and gut issues and um, maybe they're stressed out career women, okay? So what would you say, like, how does somebody go about knowing, like, what are these people searching? I don't know, what, where, where do I start with this? Yeah, so keyword research is very vital in terms of what SEO is all about, right? So determining who you want to be, and there's also niches that are very specific to keywords that are relevant for the product and service and what you want to be known for. So there's a lot of tools out there, either paid or free, but when you do pay, you get way more insight and information. So I always advise people do pay tools and uncover opportunities and gaps because you don't want to go after broad terms, which are narrowed focus, like one or two phrases. You want to go after four or five phrase terms that are very refined and detailed because when people are searching these type of inf uh, keywords, they're much further down the buying cycle, even though, um, you know, might not have a lot of volume, the volume that it does have 
has a very high conversion rate. And it's much easier to rank as well because not everyone is competing for those terms. So if you're just starting off, go after long-tailed, highly refined information, but position yourself. So what, when I talk about like writing good content, you know, content is in different purposes, written, visual, audio, and video, right? So if you want to write and have good visual, really focus on quality, produce the best that you can with well-researched information so that when people do read it or reside on your website, they actually are impressed by what they, they see, right? And they want to take action versus someone that just didn't put in the time and effort. First impressions are everything, right? So the more time you actually invest on actually producing really good content, the better and more likelihood that uh, conversion rate will be higher. Okay, so when we're doing keyword research and you're saying, you know, maybe use paid, to, paid tools, um, go after four or five phrase terms and less volume is okay because your conversion rate's usually gonna be higher and you're gonna rank higher for that phrase. So for example, uh, define what you mean by volume. What's the numbers? What's considered low volume versus high volume versus stay away from this, it's impossible to rank, like that kind of thing. Yeah, usually the tools itself would determine what the volume likelihood is. So is it in the range of zero to 10, 10 to 100, 100 to 1,000, 1,000 to 10,000? Or they'll also tell you like, is it low competition, medium competition, high competition? So when you have these parameters, you will then determine how much time and effort do you wanna put into writing a piece of blog content piece or a service page to go after um, some of these terms, right? You also have to look at who is ranking currently, what kind of content is being published? How do you set yourself apart? What are the variations? What is the buyer journey on the term itself? So creating a piece of content is not as easy as coming up with a topic, a title, and optimizing by embedding some of these terms. There's a lot more to it. And that's why when people say just write content, well, there's a lot more to than just writing a piece of content. There's a lot of research and strategy behind embedding a piece of content with keyword density, the variations, the semantics, the journey to figure out what the real users are actually typing in. Okay. So usually you'll use a tool that tells you, hey, this is really competitive. So, you know, and here's the people who are ranking, check out their content, see what they're doing, see what's working for them, um, that kind of thing. And what are some of the tools that people can use to do keyword research on their own? And when we say keyword research, the purpose of it, I just want to let people know, is, is so that you can start using these keyword phrases in your content and working it in there, right, John? Um, so that, that that way, potentially, you start ranking for it. Is that why we use keyword the keywords? Yeah, so understanding what you want to be known for or trending keywords, right? There's ways to figure out what the volume's like. So we use keywordtool.io. Uh, there's SEMrush that actually gives you a little bit more insight and Google also has their own Google ads. Um, so you could use their Google keyword tool. Um, but when you pay for something, you get way more information, much more detail, and it gives you way more depth, right? Versus trying to go blind trying to uncover it with trial and error, 
right? So the, yeah. the tools and software actually speeds up time and saves you a lot of trial and error. Uh, and that's why there's a lot of advantages of paid software if you understand what the purpose is on these paid software. Right, right, okay. And when you say um, that, you know, a lot of research goes into writing good content, you gotta look at what, what other people are doing, you gotta look at how competitive certain keywords are, I also know that you can, for example, use tools on your own website. So let's say you use WordPress, there's plugins that will tell you the SEO in this is really bad, or you need to add a focus key, like a certain keyword, or you need to embed a couple links or something like that. And, and for example, like on my website, WordPress, I use um, Yoast SEO, which who knows if that's even great. I don't know. You probably know more than I do. But um, that's a useful tool to help me know like is this even a good piece of content but how what are some some musts and do's for writing a really good piece of content on your website yeah so writing a piece like you mentioned um, plugins are great and they're free there's yoast there's all in one and they go step by step line by line to tell you what you need to improve and where you how you score right and if you don't score it's a, a red mark or x right so um unless you are a full on developer these tools which is a very simple wordpress plugin allows the average person, business owner to actually do it themselves, right? Um, so it's easy. You can either, either uh, fix your title tag, description, H1 tags, um, embed keyword density, variations of keywords, semantic keywords. There's so many different things and even internal linking, right? They tell you how often, where you should embed that, um, but it's more of a guideline. And this is just on page. So what I always look at that is, yes, you wanna position yourself as the expert, use these tools, put out good content, but you also have to realize that's only one piece of the puzzle, right? So there's so many other factors that actually move the needle because if you're just writing content and if it's as easy as that, like how about those people that have been in business for five, 10, 20 years that have been writing it, publishing way more detailed information from big publications, government publications and education publications that have way more authority than yourself, um, how do you expect to rank against them, right? So then comes, how do you bring awareness? How do you amplify the message? How do you get more links coming in? Inbound links will actually position you highly so that you then become more of a thought leader. Okay, and what the heck is semantic keywords? Um, all it is is the variations, right? So um, depending on where they're at, so if it is it's informational queries versus navigational queries versus transactional queries, you need to know what other words to use before and after and also variations, right? Like buying, buyer, buy, you know, different variations um, because mm -hmm. users will type in different terms based on their habits right or where they're at and how they you know because if you just type in ing it will change up the search result completely right, right? so okay. you need to understand that and understand to fill in as much as possible so that you can capture potential prospects using different variations i see and what about when um, people, like for example, I get these emails and I don't know if they're spam, I don't know what, what it's about. 
you get an email and somebody says, hey, I saw your blog post or your podcast show notes about blank. And, and I saw that you linked to this random website. My website's better. Look at my blog. I was thinking you could swap out this link with this. Let me know. What's, what's that about, John? Should I be doing that? I don't know. Yeah, so this is called um, you know link outreach. What they're trying to do is capture uh, a link from your site pointing back to a blog or uh, a business article that they wrote to really help them amplify their message. Um, the purpose of this is to position themselves as leaders by getting more inbound links from other websites right that have authority or have some sort of traffic or have some you know higher metrics right um so yes that is a strategy and it's called you know it's it's link building right it's really a way to generate links harvest it you do a code outreach just like someone trying to do a telemarketing call on your business um this is more of an email email outreach and if they personalize it, if they, you know, somehow it resonates to you, then maybe you will take action, right? But most of the time, you'll probably delete it and put it in a spam folder, right? Because you get many, many of these on a daily basis. So what moves the needle? Of course, links does, but how do you get more links, right? So that's one uh, way to do it. Okay. Now, is that something you recommend to people or you do with your clients or is that something maybe you don't recommend or it doesn't really do that much? I think you have to have a, a multi-prone uh, approach and strategy on link building uh, to grow your audience, right? And position yourself as a thought leader. Uh, without code outreach, it's all about relationship building, right? People only want to work and give a link or do a favor for someone they actually trust or have a business relationship or a personal relationship or something right so that because you're giving something up which is linking to that other site right so um it has to be valuable or something's in it for them right so what are you providing that will really help their audience members so that you will then link back to that company right so um if you look at it in the long-term process of another way to harness your reputation and build authority it gives you a, a leg up when you start using different strategies got it okay so link building there's writing your actual content there's um what about google ads would you consider google ads as a part of a seo strategy or tell us a little bit more about that yeah so google ads just like facebook ads instagram ads linkedin ads youtube ads they're all advertising advertising a little is a little bit different than um, natural organic listings. Um, what, what the major difference is, is you're interrupting the user's behavior on that medium. So on Facebook, you're paying ads, although you refine the dem demographics, you know, the age range, the hobbies, interests, whatever, um, to target those people, you're really interrupting them on their real focus, which is checking out what their friends and family have been doing, right? Um, so same with YouTube, like they're watching a video and then all of a sudden a video ad comes out, even though you, you know, determine that you wanna hit that type of audience member, right? So you're really pushing something at them at the time of, I guess, their leisure and hopes that you have something compelling enough for them to take action. 
right? So that's advertising, which is disrupting your behavior at the point where they recognize your brand or you have a call to action versus SEO is more inbound, someone that's actually looking for a product and service and not disrupted with ads, but in control. And they discover you as a thought leader because Google has recognized that you are now the expert, right? And that's where the difference plays in terms of advertising versus organic natural. And you, everyone wants to appear organically because it's less expensive, highly convertible and ideal customer, right? But if everyone wants it, it's very difficult because um, there's millions and billions of websites out there. And if it was that easy, um, anyone could do it. So it's like business, right? It takes time. It, it takes time to really understand how to run a good business, understand who your ideal customers are, understand what your unique selling proposition value prop is, right? So understanding how to develop a good website, a strategy, creating good content. It may take you years, not just months, to start seeing some fruits of your labor, right? But the reward is definitely worth it. Um, when you start seeing that you're ranking and you start getting some inbound traffic to your site. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some of the key mistakes you see business owners making when it comes to their SEO? So, I see a lot of business owners uh, expecting SEO to be their um, godsend, which is like saving grace, right? Which is um, they have been running a poorly run business since they started, or they don't know how to run a business yet. They want, they think SEO will save them, right? They're going to generate tons of leads and they're going to convert everything that comes in. First off, I always do it the opposite, which is make sure you know how to run a business, make sure you're profitable or you know who your customers are, your selling prop, which makes you unique, your competitive edge, et cetera, and then taking care of your customers. So you must have a good profile, reputation, all that of a foundation of running a good business. Then SEO will amplify you, right? Will give you more of a digital lift and presence so that you can actually focus on what you're good at, which is, taking care of your customers, right? And just fulfilling the orders and not worrying about how to run a good business because that's already in place. Yes, awesome. Okay, what else? So, um, so that was definitely like foundationally. And then like user experience, people get so caught up with um, not investing good quality time on building a really strong website, right? What I mean by that is, People go, I would say, um, yes, there are a lot of different sites out there like Wix and Squarespace, and it's all templated, uh, GoDaddy website builder and uh, Shopify and all these sites, right? Great, they may look good, but they don't go heavy on the branding and conversion copy and images that are very crisp or videos or content optimization. Like they, they just put it out there for the sakes of putting it out and not invest on like, understanding that whole journey and behavior of that customer, right? So when you're putting on, uh, putting together a website, you have to really understand who your customers are before you create a really good presentation on creating a really good website. So you want to produce the best, most awesome website for the customer and not so much Google, right? Focus more heavily on your customers that are paying and your ideal tribe. And that will eventually 
cultivate more of them than trying to hit Google and rank for Google. Okay, got it. And when it comes to Google Analytics and kind of looking at your website and traffic and all of that, any tips for somebody who's trying to understand their Google Analytics or what should they look for, that kind of thing? Yeah, Google Analytics is really more of a uh, tracking of the behavior of when someone lands on your website. So yes, it gives you some really good data. It tells you if they found you organically on Google or directly with a URL, maybe on a business card or something on social channels or through an ad campaign. So you, you should actually put in goals and track all the behaviors as much as possible right um but the only thing with google analytics is as much as you're tracking you also want to ensure that um they're the good the, the type of clients that you want right so as much data that google provides you really want to ask your customers where they found you because multi-touch point is very critical they may find you on social then they check you out on google then they check out your youtube channel then they check out your reviews right like there's so many different places so how do you determine where they initially check you out is it important to have multi-channel approach i would say yes if you have the bandwidth too but if you don't, focus on where your ideal customers are consuming information and uh, content. Got it. Awesome. Well, this is an amazing summary of SEO and knowing where to start. So, so let's say somebody's listening and they're like, ah, I have a website, but it's not that good. And I don't know where, where to start with all of this. Um, one of the things I will say, guys, if, if you are struggling with your niche, with knowing your offer, with knowing your branding, that kind of thing, definitely go to HaleyRow.com slash strategy hyphen call, and we'll get you to a place where you're ready. Or And if you want to audit on your own website, um, that's something that we can talk about. Same thing with copy, et cetera. But let's say they really want to start optimizing their SEO. What should they do first? Yeah, optimizing SEO, again, focus on understanding who you want to be known as an expert, niche down, hyper focus, um, create a plan, strategy, branding, um, understand your core values, and really test offers, test marketing content pieces, right? Um, start publishing it, playing with ads. Um, it's it's a revolving space and it's a very competitive space, right? Um, but what you want to really focus on is longevity because um, if you're in it for the long term, 5, 10, 20 years, and you know this is what you want to do for the rest of your life or at least short, you know, couple of years down the line, focus on SEO. If you don't understand who your customers are, play with ads, right? Um, figure it out because it's the most cost effective and it's fastest way to really find and extrapolate data, which message works, who your tribe is, who your persona ideal persona is. Um, and then you can create content afterwards. Once you determine who that is to really focus on a long-term SEO strategy. Awesome. Okay. Well, this is great. And I really appreciate all the feedback you've provided. So where can people get in touch with you, John and connect with you? 
Um, yeah, definitely. So my website is localseosearch.ca. We're based in Toronto, Canada, uh, but we do service uh, clients all across North America. Um, and if you do want to reach out to me more on a personal level, uh, you can check me out on LinkedIn. Uh, you can find me on the team page and just look for John Vaughn. Awesome. Well, thank you. I just turned myself on mute. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you for coming on the show. Thanks a lot, Haley. Had a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks to all of our listeners. If you guys like this episode, please leave us a written review on iTunes. And can't wait to connect with you guys next week on Friday for another episode. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you liked it and want to reserve your very own free sales audit, go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to book your very own free sales audit. On the call, we'll talk more about the common concerns you get from your ideal clients, how to overcome those concerns, how to coach through objections, how to change your mindset around sales and improve your sales process so you can be closing and converting more clients. I can't wait to connect with you and go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to take the first step. Thanks so much. Have a good day.